What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. I was styling out there like a champion, yeah. Have you been afraid to dip a toe in the world of Dynasty Fantasy Football? Have you heard about Dynasty Fantasy Football on one of the National Redraft pods, and now you're curious to join a league? Do you not know where to start or how to get better? Are you looking for a place to ask questions, questions that maybe would make you feel like you would get put down on social media? We all have, or I should say we all used to feel that way until we started patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone it's where new dynasty gamers intermediate dynasty gamers and the ultra sharp dynasty gamers all converge to come and hang out and talk football 24 7 no really it's a 24 7 group chat thanks in part to the best international patrons in football i'll put our group in our group chat up against any group chat in dynasty fantasy football period It's a place of community, it's a place of interaction, it's a place where you'll get better at Dynasty Fantasy Football with so many like-minded people looking to destroy their Dynasty Leagues. And get in while the getting's good. You know I love value. And you'll have a hard time getting better value for your money than with Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone right now. We'll be introducing a tiered Patreon, which is something commonly found on Patreon, to allow each Dynasty Gamer to choose what level of support they want with their Dynasty teams. But all tiers will be included for those that join at the current and historical rate of $5 a month from now through July 31st. That's about two weeks to lock in the old rate between now and July 31st. Now, every podcast has given you player valuations, but there are so few shows that focus on how to actually build a roster. That's where I take what I do on the Fantasy Fixer Upper and really go into a deep dive on strategy, how-tos, and overall advice on building and sustaining a roster from your startup, to your rebuild, and to your championship. There's an entire archive of over 100 mostly strategic-based pods, and there's more on the way. There's also information and how-tos for aspiring podcasters. We have three of our patrons that are creating content for their patron mates right now. They have also worked with me behind the scenes on how to start a show, do's and don'ts for podcasters, how to attain sponsors, and much, much more. One-on-one time with me is another thing that we do at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone, and being a patron is the only way to make it on the Fantasy Fixer Upper. But it's not all about the show. I trade DMs with all patrons, do one-on-ones via telephone, and more. You said you wanted to get better. So take advantage now before rates and tiers change in August over at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. There's no better time than now to join. So what are you waiting for? What's happening, guys? Happy Wednesday. But if you're watching live on YouTube, happy Sunday. And welcome to the Dynasty Warzone, the People's Dynasty Podcast, brought to you by the DWZ Fantasy Football Network and betus.com we're going to be chopping it up talking about some rankings but i'll tell you who's always my 101 of co-hosts it is the man of the hour and the man with the power jerry sinclair what's up on a sunday randall i get to sit here on a sunday i get to have the stream of the sunday night game in the corner and i get to talk to you and i get to talk dynasty fantasy football i don't know what in the absolute hell could be better than that my friend uh, we, we, you know, we were talking about this earlier, so we are recording this live on a Sunday evening, uh, in an effort at the request of Jerry to make sure he gets to spend Tuesday with his lovely wife on her birthday. And since I've got the night off, I'm going to go hang out with our buddies from the FF dynasty. That's right. Casey, Jay Wayne, maybe big co, maybe not big co. I don't know, but I'll be hanging out live with those guys on Tuesday night. So uh, we thought we'd get this in early. A lot of good opportunities for us to get this knocked out. And, uh, Jerry, we're going to be talking about startup rankings uh, at all four positions. Yeah, your startup rankings, even better. My startup rankings. So what we're going to do 
is tonight on the, the live stream. And if you're listening on Wednesday at the podcast, we're going to talk about my top six at each position, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. And then we're going to cover seven through 12 on our Patreon exclusive podcast. I do it every Monday. Jerry's going to be kind enough to jump in and help me out with this. And if you want to get involved in that, head over to patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. It is our community. It is the primary and main supporters of this show and of the network. They keep us going. And that's where we talk Dynasty 24-7. Thanks to those beautiful Australians, Europeans, and Jerry, just good people from all over the globe. Absolutely, sir. Even Indianapolis. There's at least one good guy from the Indianapolis uh, there's, area. Th- there is a bevy. A plethora, Hefe. We have a plethora of Indianapolis-based Patreons. And, you know, we got a little comment here in the YouTube. So I'll, I'll just go ahead and just put that up there. We don't want to be shy. It's our buddy Mike. You know, best Patreon in the biz. He's got that right. Best commenter in the biz. Absolutely. And we're going to do all that over at Patreon.com. So if you want to catch rankings 7 through 12, head over there and get signed up. Uh, about what, Jerry? 65% of a gallon of gas right now. Yeah. <laughs> Check yeah. gas prices near you. Yeah. And and you will know. But uh if you want to just get in on the on the good stuff, head over to YouTube. Leave us a thumbs up on any of the videos. It, it certainly goes a long way. And then ratings and reviews. Those are all great. Non-opening your wallet. I understand it's Christmas. A lot going on right now. And but if you want to support us uh, in any way. Leave us a review. Leave us a thumbs up on a YouTube video, uh, as well as the Patreon and Hate Brand Goods. So, Jerry, let's get into some rankings, man. But before we do, how is your playoff situation looking? I know we have the Sunday Nighter going on as we speak. And then we'll have uh, the Monday night game. But but how is it looking for you? Uh, So I actually have a few playoff matchups this week. Uh, I'm going to win one for sure. I'm sweating one because I had Lamar Jackson. So that's just absolutely just a big old thumbs up. I loved getting one point and then watching him limp off the field. Um, I think I'm doing, I'm, I'm in good shape, Randy. In the leagues that I think I should be doing well, I'm doing pretty well in. What about you, man? Any any surprises? Any Rashad Penny starts that got you over the top? Uh, no, no, sir. A, a surprise is a fart with a lump in it, sir. That that That's what a surprise is. I made the playoffs in 14 of my 17 leagues. Most of my playoff spots were wrapped up. Uh, yes, um, I am tired of being humble. I'll just say it like it is. I'm I'm kicking a lot of ass. The only ass I'm not kicking is our patrons' ass. As a matter of fact, those are the three leagues I didn't make the playoffs in. They're slapping me around. Yeah, they know all my ten. I lost this week too. I think I'm out in that league. They they know all my tricks. They know all my moves. They know everything that I know because I share every. But my industry leagues, those are the ones that I'm taking a ton of pride in. Trade Addict 7 with a lot of industry names. Number two, going to finish in the number two spot. Buy Locked Up, which is great. Don't know the health of Austin Eckler right now. And we'll get Jonathan Taylor and Carson Wentz past that matchup with the New England Patriots. And then we'll be ready for week 16 and what should be a shootout with the Cardinals. And then the Ultimate Dynasty Podcasters League with a a lot of good friends like Tyler Gunther of the Dynasty Happy Hour and Shane Manella of the Dynasty Trades HQ and Izzy from the, the DTC. You know, I'm the, the number one seed, finished a, a very, very humble 13-1 and one and got the buy there and uh, ready to rock and roll, man. Uh, just been a good season for your boy. And I'm ready to uh, get some playoffs going, but I'm also ready to start talking about some rankings, Jerry. Listen, I'm always ready to talk rankings, especially – if I get to take a couple shots at yours, but I have not seen them. You sent them to me, but I wanted to be surprised, so I did not look at them. Yeah, it's on. We're on what's called the bleeding edge. That that's how I operate. Um, I am not a recently converted redraft player, and there's nothing wrong with that. By the way, I want to make sure I make nope. that abundantly clear. There is nothing wrong with any form of dynasty gamer or league one QB super flex. If you're into a bunch of weird shit, that that that's all cool. Everyone's welcome at the Dynasty War Zone, but my primary, Jerry's primary favorite way to play is Superflex, tight end premium, must start 10. Is that fair, Jerry? 
Yes, absolutely. I, I think that's just exotic enough. You know, uh, auction leagues are fun. Got one of those, by the way, number one seed in that one, too. Uh, you, you can see your boy working. Um, IDP, a lot of fun. Uh, our buddy G in the chat right now, Greg, um, number one in that league. I'm just saying, Jerry, there's a lot of ways to play dynasty fantasy football. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to rock. Uh, I'm going I'm to give you the, uh, the honors, uh, as they say in golf. What position group would you like me to start with? Uh, let's go wide receiver. You know that's that's my startup position. So it, it is your startup position. So we'll just talk about. So first of all, I'll talk about where I would start taking wide receivers in a one QB startup, and then in a super flex. So in a one QB league, I would take my first wide receiver off the board at the one hundred and four. I will get into that when I get into my running back rankings. My wide receiver one is Justin Jefferson. Now, you know, I have a tier. Uh, The tiers are, there used to be the, the, the fickle five. Now I'm down to the Trinity, the big three, if you will. And then I've changed some rankings and it's going to boggle some minds and piss some people off. But this is the face of someone who doesn't give a shit. Jerry, who's the biggest Cooper cup fan that that you know? Uh, The man that I am talking to, sir. Bingo. Big, big part of the reason for my success in all the leagues that I've already mentioned. But in, in a startup right now, he's my wide receiver 18. I love Cooper Cup, but we're not playing. We're not playing redraft. I can't rank him based off what he's doing now and like he's going to do it now and in perpetuity for the next five years. I, I, I can't guarantee that. And I love Cooper Cup. You know, he's the guy that you're going to draft next year in startups, uh, hopefully with us at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone when we start doing new Patreon leagues in, in like, you know, February, March. He should be going as in, in the wide receiver two range in a dynasty. But Justin Jefferson's absolutely killing people right now. Had another great game on Thursday night against Pittsburgh, and it's not just about that. Um, he's doing it with Kirk Cousins. I mean, how bad of a quarterback would he have to get? Give me a quarterback in the league that would scare you off of Justin Jefferson. Uh, should I make a Zach Wilson joke right now? All right, that's fair. I don't think anybody. I mean, Justin Jefferson is honestly a badass. I could have said someone like, uh, who is the Baltimore quarterback today? Tyler Huntley? Tyler I could have said that, but he actually looks pretty good, man. I, I don't want to throw any shade, but Rashad Bateman had his best game as a pro. Yes, he did. With Mr. Huntley, um, we're not going to talk about Bateman, but Justin's my 101. My 102 is C.D. Lamb. I know that Jamar Chase okay. is a lot of people's 102. That's fine. He's my three, by the way. And this is where things start getting dicey. Um, my other two guys that had been in the top five, the big five, were A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf. But I moved D.J. Moore back up into my top five. Oh, okay. He's only 24 years old, soon to be 25. There's got to be a QB upgrade. I mean, today he finished with like 15 PPR points with Cam Newton and P.J. Walker, Texas Ranger. And I, I don't know that it gets much worse than that. Maybe Zach Wilson is worse than that. And then another guy that I, I recently moved up into my top five, Chris Godwin. My goodness. Even even without knowing where he's going to be? D- don't care. Do, do not care. I mean – Again, my only concern with Chris Godwin is he just goes full chase in the bag. And and I can't blame him. He's a young guy. He's also 25. You know, he's going into his absolute superpowers. And I can't think of too many spots that would make me super, super nervous for him. New York, I mean, I guess if he chases the money, I mean, if he wants the extra $2 million a year, I guess, that, that, then maybe that's, you know, if, if he goes full Allen Robinson – you know, like, I'm sorry, I, ha- I have no sympathy for Allen Robinson over the last half decade. You chose oh, Chicago. Course. Yes. You you knew they were drafting Mitch, or you, you knew Mitch Trubisky or some rookie was going to be their quarterback when you signed there. And then you don't get a complaint about Mitch Trubisky and Andy Dalton rookies. I mean, you had Blake Bortles. You could have went anywhere. And that's what you chose? Shame on you. So I guess Chris Godwin, maybe. So, yeah, he's my five. I mean, he's just oh. absolutely – he looks fanta- healthy, looks fantastic. Uh, I can't think of too many situations that I would hate for him. I tend to agree. So here's my question then. Um, if you are in a startup, how many situations are you likely to take wide receivers? Where like where wide receiver five would go? Like for, let's say for, you, for you, me? 
Yeah, because I feel like wide receiver five probably goes at the end of the second round in a, in a super flex league. In a super flex, yes. In a one QB, after I get past my top three running backs, I'm going directly to the wide receiver group, and I'm not going back to running back for a while. In a, in a one QB league. I'll go with my big three running backs. We'll get to those in just so, a so minute. So you're, you're good with Chris Godwin as your second-round startup pick? A hundred percent. Okay. As a matter of fact, I would love it. I, I would absolutely love Chris Godwin because as we've learned with guys like Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Leonard Fournette, Damian Harris, James Conner, uh, Elijah Mitchell, you can find running back. You know, it, it's kind of like, you know, my big three are bust. Or bump, you know, is that the term bump? You know, like a pass if you're playing like cards oh, or, okay. yeah, or yeah. check. You know, we're both poker check. players. Yeah, yeah. If I don't get one of my, my big three running backs in the first round, I'm happy to go wide receiver. Okay. I might even go wide receiver, wide receiver. And, and that's in a one QB. So, yeah. And, and then to round out my top six at the wide receiver position, it is A.J. Brown. I'm letting the talent hang on through the end of the season. So in case you didn't pick up on that, DK Metcalf has fallen out of my top six. You want to know how far he's fallen out of my top six? Join the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Jerry and I are going to talk about that in our uh, part two of this, exclusively for the old patrons. So there's my top six, Jerry. Jefferson, Lamb, and Chase. And those guys are kind of all in a tier, but people don't want to hear that shit. No. Pe- they, people, they, want, they want pretty numbers. They want they, they numbers want, that are well-organized. They want definitives. So d- definitively Jefferson, Lamb, and Chase. Lamb and Chase are off by an eyelash. And, and the more I see DJ more play, the more I like him. And I'm just I have him here for now banking on a QB upgrade. And with Sam Darnold, the first three games of the year, he was crushing it. He was. So, so man, if, if anyone could get a QB upgrade for my man DJ Moore, he would just be amazeballs. Chris Godwin back into the top five, and then AJ Brown. So what pokes, criticisms, um, things do you have for me? Uh, I think the DJ Moore one is the one stretch, but I think you know that going into it. He, he's the, but at the same time, like if, if I'm going to put DK Metcalf or Tyreek Hill, like they have their warts too, so I sort of get it. I, I do agree that it is sort of three. I was with you on the five, but you can't see what's been happening to DK Metcalf and just think he's one of those elite three guys. AJ Brown gets hurt a ton. So it's tough to have him in there too. Tyreek Hill's going to be like 28. So, I mean, that's tough too. I'm, I'm cool with it. I don't think I would have DJ more there. He wouldn't be much lower though. Probably eight or nine for me. I mean, that's fair, but, but, but you've said it big thing for me, the best availability. I'm sure me the best ability is availability. And that was the knock on A.J. Brown. If A.J. Brown had been healthy all year, he's probably at number four still, or, or at least yeah, in the top yeah. five. It's, yeah, not like I, sure. it's not like I threw him at, like, number 13 or anything right now. I mean, but you, you have to be honest, and, and you have to look forward. What are we going to do going forward? And here's the thing. Here's my nervousness about D.K. Metcalf. I'm not going to tell you where he's ranked, but if he's not getting it done right now with Russell Wilson, what's going to happen if Russell Wilson forces his way out of Seattle? So we'll cover the rest of the wide receiver group in in the Patreon podcast. What other group do you want to do? Just hold on. Let me just – one more thing. I think there's a theme in sort of all of those. What are they? They're all like 25, right? Chris Godwin might be 25. 25. I think they're all under 25, excuse me. Godwin's 25, soon to be 26, but I don't give a shit. So all have at least an elite season. They're under 25-ish, depending on Chris Godwin. You know, I I think a lot of people in this industry still probably have Tyreek Hill in there. I think there's a lot of Stefan Diggs that's probably in the back end of that. I think there's even going to be a few instances of Devontae Adams. I think I agree with you in that none of those should be in this. And I am proud of you for for going the youth route, because, you know, you are a person that does not like to rebuild. You are a person that will you will patch whatever you can to win at all costs. Uh, and that it includes accumulating guys that are not older and super flashy. Like, flashy is just not how Randy plays this game. If you have ever played in a league with Randy, it's not how he plays the game at all. It's it's how I do everything. It's like when uh, many, many moons ago when I did mixed martial arts, I just want to make it as ugly as humanly possible. 
I'm not here to win. I'm not. I'm never going to win with flash and flare. Um, I'm not a hot take kind of guy. I, I keep it very real. Because here's the thing: even if I get one of my young guys, what I tend to do is I tend to stack them with a Cooper Cup as my wide receiver right. too. A guy that I'll be looking at next off season will be a guy like Michael Thomas, depending on where he ends up. You know, those. You know, DeAndre Hopkins is older. Tyler Lockett. You never know where you know you can get a stud older wide receiver that can play as a wide receiver one while you're getting not only potential wide receiver performances in the case of a Justin Jefferson while, you know, continuing to win. So that's why I would start wide receiver. It would depend on where I drafted. You know, that's why they're going to have to stick around and tune in when we get into some startup strategy in around February. So what group would you like to go to next, Gerald? Uh, let's go quarterbacks. We, we're going to save them back because they're the sexies. We're, we're going to go them last. So we're going to go quarterback, tight end, then we'll finish it with running backs. So we're going to end it with running backs because, well, Jerry Jerry likes drama. I, I, I do like that. So for me, uh, these top three guys have also been in a tier. But, again, people want definitive. They want rankings. And for me, it's Josh Allen has surpassed Patrick Mahomes, and this has nothing to do with the Sunday night game. It has to do with the conversation I had with Jesse. Jesse is my co-host of uh, Football Sunday School. We do a live stream every Sunday morning around 11, and he and I were talking. And the Chiefs put up, what, 48, 49 points today? Yep. And Patrick Absolutely. Mahomes barely cracked 20 points. Yeah. It's the too high safety. You know, it, and here's the thing about Josh, and then we were also talking about Lamar. You know, Mahomes has regressed a little bit, and but he doesn't have the wheels to offset it. Lamar has the wheels, but right now his passing game's not offsetting it. Josh Allen has both. So he's been, quote-unquote, down this year, but he is still having a monster QB year for, from a fantasy standpoint, and that's what we're here for. So for me, I went Josh Allen, number one. Mahomes is still number two. Justin Herbert, number three. Dak Prescott, for now, is number four. Kyler Murray, number five. And Joe Burrow took a big jump up. The more I see out of uh, Broadway Joe, the more I love this guy. I probably, you know, the more I see a Dak, the more I get nervous. Bad interceptions. Bad interceptions, playing bad defenses, not lighting it up. Um, they're relying more on defense, which seems odd to say, but you got to respect the weapons. You got to respect the potential. So I probably should have flipped Dak and Kyler, but they're certainly super close for me. My fear with Kyler is that eventually he gets figured out a little bit too. And so top six again, Mahomes, excuse me, Allen Mahomes, Herbert, Prescott, Murray, Burrow thoughts uh i i think that's all good i I am cool with all that um joe burrow is something too like if you just watch joe burrow he can just make awesome throws like i know they lost today to san francisco but to come back into that game he made some just unbelievable throws and he's got t higgins and he's got shamar chase so even if he's 60 percent of what he can be He's still got those guys to to prop him up. So that is, I mean, that's always going to be just a fantastic crutch to have. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about one of my favorite wide. I mean, excuse me, tight ends. That's going to be a free agent here in a bit. That I would love for them to add that fourth option because because Tyler Boyd's still there. Have yeah. you seen a more underly, uh, underutilized fourth or third asset in, in a passing game than Tyler yeah. Boyd? No, and he he did have a good catch. I I saw it uh, on the sideline today. Just a killer catch. But yeah, I would love if the Lions had him because he's way better than anything we have. I, it, it's it's totally it's totally awesome for Burrow. But yeah, I think the tight end's the missing piece for for that offense. I mean, you got two great wide receivers in Chase and Higgins. Again, Tyler Boyd is no longer going to be very usable or startable in fantasy, but he's great for Joe Burrow. And the defense is getting better, but I just he just feels like he's always going to be in shootouts. And when you're chasing fantasy points, Jerry, that's what I want. So, what do you think about my my you know hindsight? Because you you should always look back at your work and question: Did I make the right call? What do you think about potentially flipping Kyler and Dak? My concern with Kyler is two years in a row he's had some injury concerns, and. 
that was part of my mindset of keeping him out of the top four and leaving him. And again, we're splitting hairs. I agree. Um, so I had Kyler at two. I had Dak at three coming into the season. Uh, Kyler would definitely fall. I don't know if I would have Dak in the top five for all the same reasons that you sort of mentioned. Uh, I was very big on Dak. But, yeah, the thing about Kyler, like, I don't think people are going to figure him out. I think he's just a different type of person. I'm just worried that he's too little and he's going to get hurt, like he has continued to do. Like, if you have Kyler Murray this season, you are probably in third or fourth place in your league. Because the first seven weeks, you dominated everybody. And then in the last month and a half, you didn't have him. And you've probably lost a ton of games because of it. Is it possible that that's going to continue to happen? It easily could. I mean, he was banged up last year and that rushing stopped. And once that rushing stopped, that ceiling comes down. So I do fear that. I think he would still be in there for me. He's probably fourth, I I would guess. We're going to talk about this next week. But I still got to put it all together. I like it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to take the, the belt. The, the, only, the only, the only real argument for Patrick Mahomes not being at number one is just the contract. It's just you know he's locked in, so you know if you have him, where he's going to be, the situation. He is never not going to be the guy, but he does have aging assets around him. Well, so I, 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 I can get it, and you're, you're a Josh Allen guy, and I think I would probably have Allen at number two, and I was a little bit more down on him. Um. So I'm I'm cool with it. I don't I don't think it's egregious, and I think if you would have said that this time last year, it would have been, you know, it would have been hot takey. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it would it would have been super hot takey. But again, he's the QB one on the season right now. Now, if Matthew Stafford were to set the world on fire tomorrow night against Arizona, I guess he could could leapfrog him. But you know, all you can do is back up the QB one overall season last year with another QB one. Over as that defense regresses a little bit in Buffalo, he's gonna have to put the put the offense on his back. We saw it today, so yeah, it's it's more about again. I just I look at Mahomes and it's like outside of the Raiders over the last since week seven. Here's his scores: seven point seven, fourteen, ten, thirty six point two. That's a Raider game. Seven point five, a bye, twelve point six, and twenty. That's not even two in numbers. That, that that's not good, bro. I can I can actually filter that for you if you would like. So if we go back to week seven, now there will be a buy in there for him. In, in all fairness, since the buy in week seven, he is the QB ten in that time frame. I mean, not, good, right? But not not but not, 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 not what, what you paid, paid for. for. No, that's right. That not was, what you paid that for. That was one hundred one. That was. Oh, there were people out there in Superflex leagues paying what four firsts. Yeah, get out of here. Get just see. Let this me just, is, let me just this go back to my statement that I like to reiterate: nobody in Dynasty is worth three firsts. Uh, it's 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 because always bound year, to come back and stupid, burn you. But, yeah. It's always come back. It's always bound to come back and burn you. So that is why. But yeah, you know, I think there'll be some more uh, pushback from you in my in my seven through twelve when we do the Patreon pod here in a minute. So what we're going to do, we're going to talk about the Patreon just for another quick second. Again, this is all the stuff that we do. Um, I, I think on top of the group chat, the one-on-one that I do. And if you're into gambling, I know a lot of people are posting the uh, underdog props. Uh, more and more states are added. I know Ohio just added legislation that could make sports betting legal in 2022. And for that reason, you're going to want to get in on the Patreon gambling chat. Uh, over my last two weeks, I think I'm nine and two. Okay, not I'll too bad. It's 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 it, if you could have certainly paid for a year's membership just with some gambling props alone. So so we're doing good. A lot of good stuff. I just want to remind you one more time: Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. So uh, all right, Jerry. I guess in this case we got to go tight ends. Yep, the, the now, most boring of positions. And I I sent you the pick earlier in the day. I have had a couple of uh, revisions, but I am uh, I am going to go with it. So number one is George Kittle, Um, and this has not again. This is not this is not recency bias. This is he's like twenty eight years old, and he's going to be dominant for three years. And you know you see that when they focus on him as the primary option, he is unstoppable. And I, I hope that as the Niners continue to do well, 
that they continue to rely on Kittle because he is just so much fun to watch when when he's in the zone. Um, the, the, the next guy that's kind of going to baffle some people is I was not super high on this guy coming into the season. Too much fanfare, too much hype, too much hoopla. But you can see it's coming. It's right around. It's Kyle Pitts. Again, it's the age factor. And th- then I've moved Kelsey down to the three. Because it is the age factor. It's not that yep. the, the the Chiefs' offense is struggling. My question is, is, is part of the reason that the Chiefs' offense is struggling is that Kelsey's finally starting to lose a little bit to father time. And teams are slowly starting to be able to take him out more and more. Because I've not heard any injury issues with Kelsey, have you? Nope, no, no, I did not. I almost jerried it right there. You, you, you did. You almost. Yeah. You, we'll call that a modified jerry. Yeah, but uh, but no, I I haven't. I think it is just listen. Father Time is undefeated except for against Tom Brady. I mean, he's thirty one, but what people don't realize is he and Gronk are about the same age, and Gronk took a two year refresher away from the game. So still love Kelsey, still a good offense. Um, hanging on by a thread at number four is your boy TJ Hawkinson of the Lions. He's had some flashes, some moments. Yeah. Uh, man, it's hard. It's hard when you're the only show in town. You know, you get double and triple teamed and, you know, are you worried about him or Khalif Raymond? Are you worried about him or uh, Josh Reynolds or any of the other crumb bums and or future UPS drivers? Yeah. That, that that are on the Lions. So until the Lions can invest in a big wide receiver, there there would be a, a team that I could see throwing a big amount of money at Chris Godwin or Absolutely. one of these free that I mean, you know, all of a sudden, you know, if if you're the the Lions and you're really willing to go one more year with Jared Goff before because this is not a great which I think they are. I, I think they are too. And I think do do you throw the King's ransom at Chris Godwin? Do you draft a wide receiver in the draft? You've got TJ Hawkinson, you got Swift, uh, you got a good offensive line. Can you patchwork this, especially if, if the Packers trade Aaron Rodgers in the offseason? You know, then with Jordan Love at the QB position in Green Bay and Kirk Cousins and Justin Fields, that makes this division wide open yeah, in 2022. I, I, I mean, you would think Minnesota's probably the favorite, but the Lions just beat Minnesota without any improvements going into next year. So it's entirely possible. I'm with you. And then I've made another modification. Uh, I, I do have Mark Andrews five. I've got to respect what that guy does. Tyler yeah, Huntley, Tyler Huntley, Lamar Jackson. Uh, I was worried coming into the season that the drafting of Rashad Bateman, your boy Marquise Brown, Sammy Watkins was going to impact his volume, but it really hasn't. He's played great. Yeah. Uh, he he has really become a really nifty tight end and one that I don't think gets enough respect. Um, for being as good as he is. And then I have Mike Gusecki six, and that's probably my hot take. I have him ahead of Darren Waller. I'm going to cover Darren Waller on the Patreon portion of this segment. But what do you think of Kittle, Pitts, Kelsey, Hawkinson, Andrews, Gusecki as my top six? Uh, I think it's good. Gusecki sort of pisses me off a little bit because what the hell, man? Like, he gets a little bit of work, but he also disappears for giant chunks of games. When, when the season's over and you look at his numbers and you go, okay, you know, he, he did good enough. But I think that's just sort of indicative of what the tight end position is. So I think I would probably have Gusecki below a couple guys. Um, currently, so currently you're tight end five on the season. Yeah. Now, now this is using tight end premium scoring. Currently you're, you're tight end five. That includes his bye week. And a goose and, egg a couple and, weeks ago. Uh, n- not only a goose egg, he's had two goose eggs this year. He yeah. goosed in week one, and he goosed in week ten. And he's the guy. He's No offense to you Tua fans. You guys can come rough me up on Twitter, at DWZ Memphis. But he's the guy. He's the golden goose. He's the uh, – you, you've seen how Justin Herbert has used Crumbum and Shoe Clerk tight ends like Jared Cook – like Donald Parham. Oh, he, uh, he, he, he targeted Parham a couple times in the end zone today. And Jared Cook caught a touchdown today. Yeah. He, he's the guy that if, if he lines up with a young stud quarterback like a Herbert or like a Burrow, it's to the moon. 
it's it, I would love him to come to Indianapolis with the Colts. I mean, no offense to, to Detective Jack Doyle or uh, Mo Alley Cox. I would love to have a Mike Gusecki in Indy. You know, a lot of people think I would like him to to get a wide receiver from this free agent class because they're not going to draft one without a first. But right. Mike Gusecki is the guy who I think from a dynasty value standpoint, he's going to land in a situation and I think his stock is going to go rising. I, I'm, I'm fair with that. Uh, as far as Pitts is concerned, you know, you, you're you right. You can see it. Like, he gets tons of love. He gets tons of receptions. He gets tons of yards. You want to see touchdowns. Like, you, you can't be in this conversation of Travis Kelsey and, you know, Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates, like he like he's been getting the love for. If, if you, you can get see. one. But, but they're, flir- they're fluky, right? Like, it, you, you can have one touchdown this season and 13 next season and six the next, and, you know, that, that, that's the state of, of this game. Uh, and you shouldn't judge him on that, but I, I'm with you. And he, dude's like 22 years old. So, so like, what are you going to do? You, you're going to put Travis Kelsey at 31 over him? No, that's can't no. can't do it. I, no, I, I, can't, I can't do it's, it. Even it's though bad process. Kelsey is still the tight end two on the season. You know, having having a fine season. There's, and there's yeah. a big gap between Kelsey at two and everyone else. So this is not to take a shot at Kelsey. This is dynasty, and you have to be looking. Uh, a little bit, and, and like I said, you can smell it with Kyle Pitts. You know, had Calvin Ridley been there to at least alleviate just a little pressure, just a little pressure off of off of Kyle Pitts and Alameda Zacchaeus and Russell Gage. Those guys don't threaten defensive coordinators. No. Corderell yes, Patterson's been a nice story. He doesn't yes, he intimidate defensive coordinators. So for me, it's pretty much a slam dunk to get him up there. But uh, Jerry, it's time. I don't know that I have uh, an amazing sound effect for for running backs. I'm sure I can rustle something up for I you. I could here. sing. Do you want me to sing? No, uh, um, I, I don't have a drum. I don't have a drum roll. I'm, I'm looking at my board. Um, uh, how about this? Best I can do on such short notice. I did not do a a, a drum roll. So for me, number one goes without sta- without saying. I've had him here since I don't know beginning of the season. I think when we first started talking about this, he's my one hundred and one at the running back position, Mister Jonathan Taylor. I think this one surprises people. It's great to see the rest of the in- industry come along with us. Uh, is Najee Harris? Oh, they're like, well, what happens if Big Ben? I don't give a shit if Big Ben leaves. As a matter of fact, I hope Big Ben leaves. All right. You know, please, by all means, here, Ben, here, here's your hat. Watch your hurry. Get the hell out of here. Beat it. Take him because, you know, he may lose a couple of targets in the passing game, yeah. but his efficiency in the running game will go up so much more. Third is DeAndre Swift. Again, they get any sort of help in the passing game beyond TJ Hawkinson to give this guy some running lanes. I think you're going to see a new sort of special. And this is where it gets dicey. This is where it gets dicey. Um, I have Alvin Kamara. So this, is, this is like wide receivers. It's just your big three. Well, yes, absolutely. Because for me, it drops off a table after these three guys. It okay. just, I, I, I want to I draft Alvin Kamara at the 104 in a one QB league as much as I want to have my nuts pounded flat with a ball peen hammer. <laughs> That's fair. I, I mean, I love good. Alvin Kamara, but he's going to be going into year six, missed his first real significant time this year. I have no idea what his quarterback situation is, although he looked great today yeah. with Taysom Hill. The one, the reason why I have Alvin Kamara ahead of number five, Christian McCaffrey, is just health. I'm sorry. I had someone, I will not, it was an industry league in an industry chat last night. I will not name names because I was very dismissive. They were like, I was going to offer you Terry McLaren and Christian McCaffrey for Jonathan Taylor. I was like, I would have said, so no, so fast your head would have spun. I was like, I'm not into self-sabotage. I'm not really into running backs going into year six that have missed 25 plus games over the last two years. That's not what I'm looking to do. Even for a guy that I like in Terry McLaren, beat it. Um, So I do still like Christian McCaffrey, but I have Kamara ahead of him because Alvin Kamara, I get Sean Payton. I get proven results more often than not. I get a lot less injury time missed. And then number six, I moved him up before last week, but I have to. 
It's Javante Williams. I can't not unsee what I've seen. This is dynasty. It's not redraft. I don't give a shit that Dalvin Cook's awesome and had 200 yards the other night. He's in my top 12, I'll tell you that. I'll give you hint, hint. I'll, I'll tell you that much. He's in my top 12. But he's also going into year six, and holy smokes injury issues. So that's my top six. It's all young guys, except for the two older guys, and the reason why they made the cut, pass catching ability. You know, proven track record. And I think I'm being very gracious with Christian McCaffrey. I, I, uh, I love I love what he can do, but again, that best ability, Jerry, availability. I, I agree. Just uh, as a bonus, if you're watching on YouTube, Justin Fields just threw a piss poor pick six, um, and now they're losing five minutes left in the half. I figured Randy would like that because he's been pissing on Justin Fields for a while. But I, again, I, I agree. You're, with you. you're killing me, Smalls. You, but, but but first of all, attack my running back rankings. I, I am only, I'm not going to attack any of it. I think there's one person that should be in that's not. Uh, we're going to talk about that on patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone. Uh, well, let, 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 let's hear the name. Here. Joe Mixon. I think Joe Mixon should be in that. Category. You know what? You know, J- Joe Mixon actually was one. So the biggest risers in my running. So the, the top five have been the top five for a while. I did like a mid season rankings for our patrons. They, you know, everybody loves rankings, and that's part of the funnest part of playing Dynasty and Fantasy. Every week you want to see rankings. Every, you know, so often in Dynasty you want to see rankings. I'll tell you the biggest mover for me was Javante Williams. I did have him at eight. He moved up to two. Joe Mixon moved up significantly. I had Joe Mixon around 15. I'll tell you now he's in my top 10. Uh, big mover. Um, yeah, so just a lot of guys that – uh, you know, I, I had to move. Um, Cam Akers came out. Biggest faller was Cam Akers, Saquon Barkley. Uh, I still have Cam Akers higher than most, probably higher than, than, than you'll want to talk about. You but, know what's uh, funny is you, you, you named all six and I didn't even think about Saquon Barkley. Like a, at no point was I like, oh my God, this guy doesn't have Saquon Barkley in his top six. Cause I just, I don't, thank I'm you. good. I, thank like you. It, it literally never thank even you. crossed my mind. Um, you know, that, I, I I think the top three is pretty chalk, it, honestly. It is I, now, I, but it's been my chalk like, for for yeah, four like months. I, I, yeah, I definitely had Najee ahead of Swift going into the season. I think I would have it switched. I think I would have Swift it too, just because the receiving ability is just unbelievable. Um, I mean, not that Najee's isn't. As far as the old guys, I just sort of hate them. So, like, I would never have them in any startup situation. So, just. It, it, with that strategy, I'm trading I mean, out right I, there. I, I would have them below. What's up? I'm trading out right there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I yeah. the only so so here's, if you're taking some of the older guys, and we'll just say their names, we'll forget their rankings. If in a startup this February, if you're doing a startup, and you take McCaffrey or Kamara, you have made a declaration in the very first round. You've taken your flag. You've jammed it in the ground as hard as you can, and you said, I'm going to try to win a championship in the next yeah. two years. That's what but, you said. But, but you also need to finish your entire draft that way. That's, that's right. That's the, that's the problem is that it pigeonholes you into a short-term strategy, which is why I hate it, and that's why I won't do it. And if you draft Christian – I'll tell you this. If you draft Christian McCaffrey or Alvin Kamara in a startup this year, this February – especially if you do it with us in our, in our patron leagues, I'll tell you right now, you better not trade your first because you're going to need that first to replace that running back in the not too sure. distant future. Because it, it, and, and that's counterintuitive to the win now strategy, because normally in the win now strategy, guys mm-hmm. like Jerry yeah. trade you their picks and they want your first because they're banking on you over committing to the quote unquote win now, not factoring in the variance of injury, the volatility of the running back position and that they get your first, and then all of a sudden we look up at the end of the year and your win-now strategy fell apart because you drafted Derrick Henry too early, and now your was thought was going to be the 110, 111, 112 is now actually the 105, and Jerry's over here giggling because he's going to get one of these young stud running backs or like a Traylon Burks you know, at, at the wide receiver position. You're just giggling at that point. That's, it's house money. So that's why I I would probably have both of them lower. I just 
that that's why you have to do that. That's why you have to have rankings. That's why you have to have a board and you have to understand that before you hit the draft player button in a dynasty, you have to understand what the next five, Jerry, do you play chess? I am not good, but I have played a, a little bit. What about billiards? Did, did you ever play any billiards? Yeah, terrible. Ter- <laughs> I am not good at geometry. Math is not. I read old books, man. That's, that's what I. So, 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 ladies and gentlemen, write that down. Games of mental skill. I guess. I guess billiards is both mental and physical. Uh, I'm not. I'm also. I'm just busting your balls. I'm not the world's I best know. chess player either. But I was a decent nine ball player, shooting pool back in the day. And in nine ball, you have to think three moves ahead. You know, you know, it's not just okay. I make because in nine ball you shoot in rotation order one, two, three, whatever, and you 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 just can't. Well, I got to make the one ball and then I'll figure out the two. It's no the shooting the one should set up the two, should set up the three, should set up the four. You know, you should be looking. It's the same thing with chess. You should be looking several moves down the down the board, and that unfortunately is not the way. A lot of times in Dynasty, I think this is the worst advice in Dynasty, to be quite honest, and that's what we refuse to do at the Dynasty Warzone, is, uh, Jerry, you ever heard anyone say, just draft the best player available? All the time. And, and what, what, what conjures up in your mind when you hear the term best player available? Uh, old. I hear a best way to fail okay. at, at, at Dynasty Fantasy Football. Um, I've, I've always used this. I've stolen this because it's one of my favorite analogies that I've ever heard Colin Cowherd do. It's the rake, the rake theory. He, he, he analogy. He does it every year during the NFL draft. You know, everybody talks about best player available. You got to draft value, Jerry. You got to draft value, value. He was like, imagine you only have twenty dollars left to your family, and your wife sends you to Walmart to get groceries, and you see a forty dollar rake. And it's on sale for 20 bucks. It's a tremendous value, Jerry. But yeah. did, did, did you need a rake? You did not need a rake. But Jerry, it was a value. It was a value. But it doesn't serve the immediate needs at hand. Nope. And, and, and I th- some, sometimes, yes, you, you, you do have to take a value pick. Sometimes you're the Dallas Cowboys and C.D. Lamb falls to you in a, in, in a horrible spot. But very rarely with shrewd dynasty gamers are you really getting as much value as you think you are? So, so like if somebody had Saquon Barkley fall to the beginning of the second round this year in a draft, right? That was value, Randy. Until value, it Jerry. It's always value until it's not, Jerry. Mm-hmm. And th- this is not a knock on Saquon Barkley. We're getting ready to chop him up it's here in a just little, a minute but... as we wrap this up, but... You know, those are my rankings. I'll run them through real quick. Quarterbacks. We have Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, Dak, Kyler Murray, and Joe Burrow. Running backs. Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris. Maybe it's Najee? Najee? Uh, DeAndre Swift, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Javante Williams. Wide receivers. Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb, Jamar Chase, uh, D.J. Moore, Chris Godwin, A.J. Brown. Tight end. What's that? I said spicy. Spicy. I think that's your, that's your spiciest one. I I'm just calling them like I see them. George Kittle, Kyle Pitts, Travis Kelsey, T.J. Hawkinson, Mark Andrews, Mike Gasecki, Jerry. There they are. My top six across all four positions. I don't do defense. I don't do kickers. Uh, stuff like that. I, I do. I do. I do enjoy a, a touch of IDP. Uh, I like playing. IDP, uh, I'm just not good at it. That's my problem. Like it, uh, it, I, I saw Greg talking about the Rockolution League. I'm just so dog shit at defense that it just it is so detrimental. That and taking Jared Goff, which he'll remind me of. But you, you know who traded up to uh, draft Micah Parsons in that league? Do, do you have any guesses? That, uh, <laughs> oh, that that was me. I'm sorry. That, that was that was me. That that was me. Oh, uh, and Najee Harris. How do you walk away with the number one running back and the number one linebacker in an IDP league? Yeah, that worked out for you. It, it how's did. that league going, Randy? Uh, you know, I'm. A, I think I'm twelve and two, Jerry. Yeah. absolutely dra- hung. Dra- hung dra- drafting, drafting well works. Uh, uh, and, and that's a league where I actually don't have Cooper Cup. The shame, the absolute shame. But Jerry, it's a shame that we have to wrap this up because we have it to is. go jump into a Patreon version of this. 
Uh, thank you for tuning in. Now, next week, Jerry is going to bring in a bunch of old and busted guys. You I'm going to take. Well, that's I, not I, true. I, I'm going. I'm going to take. I'm going to take his ranking. So Jerry's going to walk in here. He's going to be super proud. He's getting ready to graduate from college, by the way. If you see him on sure. Twitter at Jerry Sin DWZ, man, send that man a congratulations. You know, graduating from college, high school, anything, it, it's a lot of hard work. So congratulations to you. Thanks, man. But but when I hear when I hear your rankings next week, I want you to be prepared for this. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. That's what's going to happen. So next week, we're going to cover Jerry's rankings for a startup. We'll talk about the Dynasty playoffs. We might even throw a trade target or two in here. Playoffs? I'll get that that ready. I'll I'll find that old drop. I have an intro. I have a playoffs drop intro. I'll see if I can get that pulled back together for next week's show, Jerry. Love it. All right, man. Well, until next time and in between time, that man's name is Jerry Sinclair. You can follow him at Jerry DWZ. You can follow me at DWZ Memphis. You can follow the, the show at Dynasty Warzone on Instagram and Twitter. And here at the Dynasty Warzone, Jerry, what do we like to do? We're just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football, man. You're damn right we are. So we're going to go record a Patreon show. Hope you join us, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Have a great week, guys. It's Hate Brand Goods. That's uh, my company. That is what we've started. I hope you guys have checked it out. If you want to go over to the hate.com hate for me means it's about self-improvement. It's this self-motivation through self-loathing this, this bit of loathing of not tolerating your own bullshit. That little voice that says today's good enough or what we did's fine, or no one's going to know that I'm taking today off. Like fuck all that, man. I know like I hold that standard. I'm accountable to me. And that's it. That's why I chase goals. I do it because of me. I don't do it because of what someone else is going to think of it or what someone else's approval is. And it's about holding yourself to that. The rest of that motivation can fade, but as long as you're in control of being able to make you do the shit you want to do, you're golden, man. So head over to the hate.com, use code and save yourself some cash. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak